FMX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thanks for playing all year. We got one round left. We're going to get into the 2021 Yamaha YZ450F Championship implications here shortly and uh, tell you guys a little bit about that. So thanks again for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy. Thank you to Yamaha for giving away this bike, and we got two more to do. So really appreciate that. Uh, thank you to Pro Taper, Fly Racing, Motorsport.com, uh, Inner West Hemp, and the folks 100%. Uh, taking what they learned from our Mega Goggle, the 100% guys introduced the all-new Gen 2 Goggle last fall, featuring a 17.5% larger field of view, and more comfort than ever before. Experience the Encore, Racecraft 2, Acuri 2, Strata 2, Pulp 21 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. 100%.com. Again, Webb, Moosecan, AP, Dino, Dylan Fernandez, the Lawrence Brothers. Many guys using 100% out there. So thanks to those uh, guys for coming on board. we got the Pulp, uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy 100% lead pipe lock coming up as well. Uh, Pro, uh, Pro Taper, of course, on board with us. Inner West Hemp looking to boost that mid-moto focus recovery from those training aches and pains. Or do you want a good night's sleep before the race day? The guys at Inner West Hemp have you covered. Whether you're an athlete, an ex-athlete, or an athlete at heart, Inner West Hemp has the perfect product to suit your daily moto lifestyle. All the products are third-party tested for quality content, so you know exactly what you're buying. Innerwesthemp.com. Use the code PULP25 to save 25% off for all of our listeners. And uh, check them out on social media, at Inner West Hemp. Fly Racing, the 2021 and a half kinetic mesh is out. Formula Helmet's got that Rion technology. The, the light pant has no zippers. Uh, uh, they got a lot of stuff, good, good, cool stuff going on, the folks at Fly Racing. So go to your favorite dealer and demand to see the latest and greatest from what those guys are doing. Uh, thank you to motorsport.com as well. Uh, they carry Fly Racing and Pro Taper 100%, all those products. They're on board with us, as are you people playing Pulp Mex Fantasy each and every week. We really appreciate it. And uh, I won this week, so I'm in a happy mood. I, I won the experts group, anyways. Uh, we'll get into that and more coming up here on the show. But again, thanks for playing. Let's talk some Salt Lake City 2. All right, everybody, now, as promised, the finale of Pulpamex Fantasy Supercross League coming up this Saturday night. Here's the podcast, and again, brought to you by the folks at Yamaha, Motorsport.com, Interwest Hemp, Pro Taper, Fly Racing 100%, all on board with us, and uh, let's get into this, shall we? Uh, joining me on the call is, uh, first up, he's uh, uh, from Rental.com, and uh, he won the Dirty he won the dirty Owls Lead Pipe Lock again. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? Yep. When I found out we're getting donuts for winning that thing, I have started to to apply myself. Yep. And uh, I've already located a Krispy Kreme here in Southern California. Fair enough. Also on the line from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? Stressing a little bit. Stressing what? a little bit. I made a lot, a lot of side bets. Yep. I'm losing, losing a lot of side bets. Can, can we get an update on what, what do we need to watch for this weekend? Like, how far are you out of this thing? Yeah, so the biggest one, the $1,000 bet, I'm 90 points out. The Ooh. good news is is he picked Alex Ray last weekend, and Alex did not pay off, so his handicap did jump a little bit. And I do uh, personally know Alex, and I have already said, listen, if you don't get 52 points, even if you get 46 points, we have a problem. So, uh, but 90 yeah. points, Dan? Yeah, yeah, it's not good, JT. It's oh, good. Oh, I yeah. feel you. I, I am winning. I am winning. I am winning four other ones that are five hundred dollars. So I mean, it oh, you're could, winning those? 
I'm winning those. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, but we're going five for five, Dan. Yeah, I'm trying to win them all. I mean, I'm winning one of them by like 12 points, so it's not really winning. You know, I thought you were losing all of them. So this is this is this is a nice turnaround. Yeah. So basically, your entire uh, financial win uh, mood for the weekend rests solely on Alex Ray's shoulders. Not really. So I did pass on a couple other guys that he had. Obviously, didn't know he had them until afterwards. But he had he had uh, Moseman. So I'm going to pick Moseman. I'm going to pick everybody he had last week. Moseman, uh, Marvin, who I passed on, he got 52 points, and Alex Ray. So it rests on those three guys. I need them to crush it. So. All right. Well, we're all uh, we're all praying for you, Dan. Thanks. I will be uh, I will be inebriated, but I will be cheering for you. I promise. Perfect. So, uh, go, for the finale, the uh, most likely 250 Supercross champion, Colt Nichols. We are giving away his jersey, right, Dan? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Star Yamaha guys uh, reached out to him. I, I know it was a uh, you know obviously they get hit up a lot, but they were happy to to donate a jersey for you know for us for fantasy. They've been a supporter for us for a long time. So, right. uh, thanks, Will Hahn and Colt. Uh, appreciate it. And, yeah, the winner will get a championship jersey, or oh, hopefully a championship jersey. Yeah, we hope. Uh, PulpMXFantasy.com. Thanks for playing, everybody. Salt Lake City uh, 2 coming up here. Salt Lake City 1. Well, I was the big winner. I don't know how I was because after the race, I I thought my score was brutal. And I was very surprised to find out I won with 223. Um, and actually, the only reason I won was because, JT, you went with uh, Nichols for first to the finish line. And uh, we had the exact same score, and uh, that got me the win. So not a good round for any of us experts, quote-unquote, but uh, 223 for me, 216 for JT, as I said, uh, lost the seven points. Paul, 215. Dan, 209. Mark's genius or lucky, 199. Marks was uh, reminding us how four out of the last five weeks he's gotten last in the uh, in the group. So he just he wants everybody to know that. Um, so I was the big winner for oh, maybe Marks. maybe the only the maybe the first or second time all year. I, I feel like, but uh, so with one round to go, uh, JT, you've clinched this thing. Thirty six twenty on the year. Paul, a very nice second half. Paul, thirty three ninety four. You are tied with Dan. Thirty-three tied? ninety-four. So, do we have any bets on who gets runner runner-up here uh, in the experts? I've done We're really tied. good since Orlando. Since Orlando won, I think I've been the best player. Um, I just had a really rough first couple of rounds. I mean, I'm going to crush Paul this weekend. So, okay. Uh, I think you I got you, that. Dan. I got Dan covered. Okay. I'll just pick the same team. And then he'll get first to the finish line wrong, and I'll beat him. He'll get both first to the finish lines wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why I got 209. I mean, it's not going to be very fun to talk about our team. We all have the same team. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did get them both wrong, though. And uh, so Marks, has, Marks is fourth, 33-71. At one point, Marks was uh, – um, he was uh, second. He's only 23 points back of you guys, so if he has a really good round, he could jump into second. I will not be jumping anywhere. Uh, 33, 24, uh, fifth place, uh, 50 points back of marks, 47 points back of marks. So, uh, I could maybe pass marks with a great day and, uh, and has shitty one by him. So that's where we stand for, uh, the season with one round to go. And again, the, uh, the winner of the 2021 Yamaha YZ 450, we'll try to get this gentleman on the show next week. Uh, the L show, he's got, uh, 56 points, JT. I mean, 
it's not a huge lead, but it's a nice lead for the bike. It really isn't. And honestly, I would be doing so much research on uh, everyone around me. I don't know. Do we know how many points third place is in uh, yeah, the leader? Uh, one, 47. Yeah, they're, 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 they're one point they're behind. close after that. Yep. Oh, yeah. So he, he's got to really do some deductive reasoning here. And, man, I would be doing everything I could to try to predict who the other, the other two are going to pick. Um, he's not going to be able to get it perfect, but I really think statistics in a, in a situation like this, he can really reduce his chances of losing. It really doesn't matter what his score is. He just needs to try to mimic the score of the other two guys as much as possible. Right, right. So you're not even – you're just looking at these two guys because the, the fourth-place guy is another nine back. Kraus, seven, yep. seven, eight, is nine back of, uh, of those guys. So he could jump too. So you're and, – and he's tied with fourth actually. So – and there's one point back of that. So, they're all – dude, they're yeah, all so right, close. Right. Close, right? Yep. So I, w- I would make a list, and I would have a spreadsheet of those guys who mm-hmm. they picked last week. Yep. And then I would also start glancing at who they – have picked throughout the course of the season like who do they like to pick who are their go-tos especially in the 450 class and you can start to see patterns and i would just try to nail it down and and you're with that many people you're never going to get perfect it's impossible right you're not even going to get you know because a lot of those guys are going to be zigging and zagging too right they're going to be trying to do the same thing but i really think there's an edge there if you even if you can take two guys out of the equation out of eight that's now you're trying to make up you know 50 points with six guys, man, that, that gets harder and harder and harder. Each guy you can remove from the equation, man. I feel like, I did a little, okay, go ahead. Yeah. I, I did a little research for, for this. I looked at their teams and some of the guys that they, they did have, and I don't like either first or second place to win this. Really? Um, yeah. I really like third, fourth and fifth who are tied. Those guys had okay teams last week, but they didn't. I really like Mosman this week. Uh, because he's a double point guy, we'll get into that. And the two guys in the lead had Mosman last week. Third and fourth are going to make up. You like their chances fifty plus points down better than the first and second place. Fifty-seven guy. and fifty-eight. Yes, points. because of because of who they had and who they can pick. Can we make a bet right now? Twenty dollars. No, I'll take. I, I'm JT. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. Third and fourth can pick Alex Ray. They yeah, can yeah, pick yeah. No, I, they can I pick Marvin. They, they can pick Mosman. guys. No, I'm just saying I think that first and second are are not going to be able to pick the best team. So they're basically playing defense. And where these guys in third, fourth, and fifth, they can pick Marvin, Mosman. They can pick A-Ray. They can pick guys that are going to be really high point scorers. That's why, so I oh, think that sorry. that's going to be helpful. That's, that's why all. I feel like, Paul, uh, I, get, I totally get JT's theory here, but with that being said, like, don't you just just go with your best team? It's too hard. Yes, to yes, and no. I mean, okay. no, yes, and no. You definitely need to. I think again, Dan mentioned it. I would look at the top ten teams if I was the L show and and have it all written out and see exactly who they can pick, so you can play defense when you're picking your team. Okay. But yeah, still try to get the best team, obviously. But but yeah, you need to play de- defense in this position as well. But which it, but it's kind of it's nuts to me that he has such a big points lead because everybody's so close afterwards. Like kudos to him. So I I went and looked at his finishes over the season and he's never won a prize yet all year like his best finish of the year was 73rd overall but again he's middle of the road every single time so he has not made a single dollar or won a single prize yet but he could win the biggest one on saturday how many times do we say this and we all fall for the same friggin' 
you know, thing every year. You don't have to be amazing at this. You just got to be good all every week, right? Like, his average is 240 a weekend. It sounds, though. I guess. You're right. Yep. Yeah, his average 240. Yep. I mean, so, yeah, averaging 240 is brutal. I can't, I can't even imagine what that even feels like. How do you not have some... 170s in there like when everything goes wrong over 17 rounds it's just incredible right well uh the l show right now in the lead for the 2021 yamaha yz 450f so uh good, good luck to all AT, you gentlemen. Over, over the first three rounds you were averaging 257 when you were just crushing it yeah yeah no i, I get it over three rounds i'm saying over you know he's 16 in <laughs> 16 rounds yeah yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. the difference uh, Dirty Al Greens, like I said, uh, Paul wins for the second week in a row uh, for the uh, 75 points. Paul, you went with Stapleton, uh, who you've always uh, – you were on – someone was giving a shit on Twitter, and I'm like, look, Paul was on Stapleton right away hard, and he got you 52 points. So beat it, you guy yeah, on Twitter. Uh, but anyways, so Stapleton 52, Sexton 32, 75 points. I had uh, Curran Thurman. And, uh, yeah, zero points. Uh, and Marvin, 52. Uh, JT had Thurman and Hartraft, and Dan had Thurman and A-Ray. So, Dan, you uh, you lost a lot of ground there. You got zero points for your 100% lead <laughs> wow. pipe blocks. Uh, JT, <laughs> but JT's got this unlocked, too. 963 to my 906. So, there's I doubt we see uh, anything so swinging do I get, either way. Do, do I get to – Pick what donuts I want. You can you can get a contact with Dirty Al and uh, and oh, you guys. Oh, we were getting can, a painting. Can hash it. A painting of donuts. <laughs> no, I think it's Are, donuts. If it if it's a painting of donuts, I at least want to be able to decide which donuts, donuts yeah. are in the yeah, painting. As you as you should. Um, okay. All right, Salt Lake City one. Let's get into it. High score three twenty seven. 22% of people select a first to the finish line. I had Christian Craig until that incident, um, but uh, it was Joe Schmoda, and 0.6% of you got it right in 250 class. 18% of you picked a 450 guy, and 43% of you got it right, which was, uh, who was it? Uh, Roxon, Kenny Roxon, 43%. Roxon, so, yep. yep, good job for all you people. And JT, that uh, it cost you the win uh, for the overall week by you picking a first to the finish line. So, uh, all, all right. right. Like in our group? Yeah, in our group, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I don't care about that. So, fantasy points, uh, RJ Wageman. This was – okay, so this was an all-time amazingly weak class, Paul. We were on this last week, and at one point in the LCQ, there were five guys out on track. Four made it. The fifth-place guy was 30 seconds back. Curran Thurman, who we all – uh, liked a lot. Uh, crash in the heat out of the first turn, hurt his shoulder, lined up, couldn't do anything, and it was a disaster. Uh, JT, early on, RJ Wageman, who'd only made one main event in his life, he's raced for years, the only main event he'd ever made was the mud race, the line gate in San Diego. Uh, <laughs> so I wasn't, I, you were on him, I'm like, I don't think so, but then as the guys went out, and as the times came across, I'm like, wait, like this is going to be an all- timer and there was only two guys with 52 points so that was a little surprising but uh rj wageman 52 stapleton 52 sanford 46 Nagy 46 geisler 46 thomas doe 46 schlager 42 uh brian marty 42 i had wageman uh after looking at his practice times and seeing like he was 16th or something uh, i had stapleton i couldn't get paul's voice out of my head i had uh curran thurman and uh yep that was that was all it wrote like you in this class with with such limited um, 
guys available, you, you really, really had to make a choice. And Thurman was going to be the guy for, for most people. So, um, all right. Uh, what was Thurman's pick trend here? Hold on. Let me look. Uh, 46 percent, 46 percent of people picked Kerwin Thurman. So, uh, yeah, big, uh, big deal there. My, my all-star was Jet Lawrence. That was easy. He's a handicap too. Uh, with Craig going out in practice, that took one guy out for sure. So, yep, that was my uh, team. Once I missed Thurman, I was done. Uh, JT. Yeah. I mean, I, we had the same team, right? So, uh, my thought process a little bit was with Wageman, I just looked at the field and I'm like, okay, I know he's made one of main, main event, but there's really no one left. And I looked at the times and it's what happened to current Thurman. This is exactly what happened to current Thurman is if you were able to ride your normal pace and could do the jumps, you were going to make it because the guys, it wasn't just that there were, you know, four guys that weren't going to qualify or whatever the number was the very back of that field. Two of the guys were incapable of being within like two or three seconds of lap yeah. of the field. Yep. So that you really had to just beat two guys. And I'd never even heard of those two guys. Right. So I'm like, okay, I know who RJ Wageman is. I know he knows how to ride. I've just watched him in practice. He's pretty decent. He does all the jumps. He blitzes the whoops. If he doesn't crash, he's in, right? So the current Thurman thing was just that. Like, he could not ride. So if you could ride and you could do the jumps, you were going into that main event. Current Thurman couldn't do that. He hurt his shoulder. People get hurt. It sucks. I know everyone is emotional, including myself, about it. Yeah, you guys are him. you guys are too emotional. I, I'm just going to state course, this again. Yes. His, he crashed and hurt his shoulder. Well, he was riding yesterday. But he was riding yesterday. How how hurt was he? That, he looked pretty hurt on the track, dude. I mean, he could but barely jump. Good, good enough to drive to a local track and do motos yesterday. I, I mean, man, I, I'm with you, man. I don't know that anybody I'm just was more like, upset than I was. <laughs> I, I just that's what bums me out. Like, okay, he was hurt. I get it. He got landed on that. That was tough, you know. But you load up, drive to a practice track. We're going to go do motos. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I yep. mean, I and you, you know how I was then I would ride with whatever yeah. was wrong. Like I get it. But when I watched him ride in the LCQ, he was in a position where I think if he, if he was able to, he was going to go for it. And yeah. clearly he couldn't He So whatever, whatever you do with that. Uh, Stapleton, I think was an easy one. He looked pretty good all day. He did, yep. Just look at the field and yeah, just no problem. Um, his really only difficulty was getting in the leader's way in the main event. That's about really all he did wrong all day long. And then, um, yeah, for my, my, uh, my all-star, I went with jet, which I felt pretty confident with. Uh, I was a little nervous. He wasn't riding all that well in the main event and then he kind of got it going and then it was an easy, easy 26 there. All right, Paul. Yeah, I don't have much to say. I have okay. the same team as you guys, yep. Wageman, Stapleton, yeah, Thurman, and, and and honestly, I was on the fence with Thurman the most out of my whole team. But when you look at the lap times, like there was Kozad, Garcia, Marty, and Kerr, basically that were twenty three through twenty six, and I didn't know which one of them, or, or I'm sorry, and then Jonah Geisler was twenty two. I didn't know which one of them would make up the the twenty two, and it was just way too risky. Like I, I didn't know who to pick. Where Thurman qualified sixteenth, and he was a thirteen. If obviously, you don't get hurt. He makes the main. So, yeah, that was the only ship part. I, I was really close to Thomas Doe. I know it's easy to say, but you, I, he qualified sixth. Good point. He's a three handicap. I'm like, look, he's going to get seventh or eighth at worst. So then I was trying to do the math, and I figured that would be about 40 points. Seventh or eighth would be 40 points. And then I'm like, yeah, but Thurman at 13, and then if he gets a, a, a 15th, to 14th is what I figured that would be more. So I just – I kind of – that's where but, I was going. 
like I, I looked at Thomas though too, but the main reason I didn't take him was because I thought, okay, shootout next weekend, Thomas Doe will get top nine in his heat race and go right into the main. And he, and he's likely going to have a pretty decent handicap in that, you know, at the, at, at, we didn't know at the time, obviously, but that's the one reason I went away from Doe. And that was, oh yeah, that's good. Thinking. I guess stupid, right. but man, I knew the three guys I was picking Wageman, Stapleton and, and Thurman that I wouldn't pick them this following weekend. Dan, so, so for me, yeah. go ahead. for me, the only, so it's easy for me to say, yeah, I was, I, I was going to have Doe cause I was, and I was going to have, um, Geisler too. I could easily point to that, but being realistic and being truthful, the only guy I was looking at pulling that made the team was Wageman. Like Thurman was never coming off my team. So regardless of who I would have put on Doe or Geisler, it was only going to replace Wageman. So I, in, in the end, nothing was ever going to change. I was never taking Thurman off my team, no matter what. So I, I, if you look at it in that light, then I picked the best team that I possibly was going to, right. I, I maximized my options because there was never a thought all day long when I looked at the field that I was going to take Thurman off. Cause he's not really a crasher. Like he doesn't typically hurt himself. He's usually kind of steady, not usually fast enough, but he's kind of steady. Um, yeah, we just, we caught a bad break with that first turn or the, you know, first straightaway crash. Uh, Dan, who'd you have? Yeah, I had the same same guys as you, but I was on the fence about Thurman mainly be, because of going back to JT earlier in the year at, at Dallas and and him just saying how bad Thurman was at some races. I mean, I mean JT, you picked him a couple times, he didn't even come close. And I seen he was on your team, and I was like, man, he must be riding pretty good. I seen he was 16th overall, but you didn't have to I ride on, good though. I didn't even, didn't even matter. I, like, I know, but I was on the. I was on the fence most about him only because he was a 13 and I looked at Jonah Geisler was a 16 and I, you know, I was texting with him back and forth and obviously thought he was going to make it. But like Paul said, he out of that bottom group, you had to just assume Thurman was going to be the best one. Yeah. And then Thurman's I even texted way better than Geisler. Thurman's way better. A hundred percent. And then I even considered, I was like, I text the group. I said, I think I go Doe Fleming and, and whoever the other guy was. And that team would have gotten three more points than my team. But like Paul said, I would have wasted Doe. Um, you know what I mean? Fleming, I don't think, makes the shootout either. But uh, I think it was John Short. But either way, I mean, Thurman was a risk just because of the main event. Out of 13, I thought maybe he'd get 15th, though, and get us 46 points. So I think well, he got screwed. You look at the qualifying, and as JT said, Rene Garcia and Austin Kozad were two, over two seconds off of the guys. Now, so that means there's 24 guys for 22 spots. Craig's out. Right. Now there's literally 23 spots. Yeah, but 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 we didn't know Craig was out when we're making our picks. Okay, but even we still, didn't know for sure. Even still, two guys missed the main, and one of them is Curran Thurman. Yep. Yep. Like the just, one on all our team. Right. Right. A 46 percent pick trend. Again, Mason Kerr, Brian Marty, come on down. You're in the main. Anyways. It's, it's standard for this game. This is standard. <laughs> this is this is pulp fantasy. Like, did you guys really expect of of twenty four possible choices? Of course, we would pick the one that didn't make the it's main. Unbelievable! It unbelievable! <laughs> I want to thank the folks at Motorsport. Of course, those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts. I've been using these guys to order a bunch of OEM parts for Project Five Hundred. So thanks to those guys. Free shipping on anything over seventy nine dollars. Their dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too. Thanks to Motorsport.com for coming on this podcast and supporting all things pulp. Pro Taper as well. They've been a leader in motor 
motocross control component since 1991 when it created the first oversized handlebar design. The once unconventional concept has since become the industry standard appearing on all motor modern production bikes. Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Chaparral, Honda, all teams in the pits using the ProTaper products. They got the micro bar. They got the self-engaged launch assist system. Check out the complete product offering at your local Tucker's Power Sports dealer or your favorite online retailer or protaper.com. Thanks to the folks at 100%, of course, uh, Inner West Hemp and Fly Racing as well, and the folks at Yamaha for coming on board. All right, 450 Salt Lake City 1. <clears throat> well, Marvin Muskan, who continued to just bite me in the ass every time I picked him, uh, maxed out at 52 points uh, by winning the damn race. So uh, Marv got 52. Benny Bloss, who I have uh, also stayed away from due to this ankle, decides to uh, finish this race and ride hard and get 16th and get 42 points. I had Brandon Hartraft, and thank you, Freddie Norman, for stalling his bike on the last lap to give Hartraft ninth spot in the heat. Thank you, Freddie. Freddie did put it in the LCQ, though, and got 36 points. Henry Miller, 36 points. I was never picking either one of those two guys. Anstey, again. Anstey must be the king of getting 30 to 35 points every uh, Pulp Max Fantasy. I had Starling. He looked good. Um, he's a 13 handicap. Really thought he was going to do it. Cartwright, uh, 34 also. Never going to have Cartwright. That was uh, never going to be my, uh, my pick. My guys, uh, Brandon Hartraft, 36 points, top my team. Starling, 34 points. I had that. Jason Anderson was my all-star and went backwards in the main event. They said it was uh, um, sickness and uh, altitude sickness. And my last pick, with a 28% uh, pick trend, Robbie Wageman, who... Looked really good in practice, qualified 16th or something. Uh, he's a 250 guy jumping up. So RJ, his brother, paid off really well, and Robbie made me very angry. He uh, was 10th in the heat. His first couple laps in the LCQ, he was scared to death out there in traffic and just dropped way back before he actually started riding pretty good. And I'm sure JT will have some words about Robbie Wageman. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Listen, and this is this goes well beyond fantasy. I really think like he was very scared of what's going on out there, and that and that may have been his first 450 race ever. I'm not I'm not sure. No, not at all. He made but, he, he raced last year 450s, um, and he raced. Okay, uh, well, yeah. he should have been in that main event. That that's my honest opinion. Uh, in the heat race, he was in fifth place on the first lap, and he got knocked around. Dino punted him, then Cade punted him, and he just looked like he was very timid. Um, and then once he kind of got going in the, in the heat race, he was just as fast as the guys in front of him. Like he, he could have easily qualified, uh, both Max Anstey and Cade Clayson were right in front of him and they couldn't pull away. He was just as fast as them, but he was two to three, four seconds ahead of them at the beginning. Right. And just his hesitancy and lack of understanding of how you have to race those races. Like you just got to go. And then the LCQ was the same thing. He got a, an average start, but it was like sixth or seventh. And then I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen someone look around like waiting to get past like that. He um, it was not, hot, right? It, it's just yeah, it's not, so, not with the skill set he has. Dude, it epitomizes these these training facility kids to me. Just I can lay a heater down, no problem. Uh, I can go. I got all the skills in the world, but put me in a race situation, and I'm I'm freaking out. You know, he's so. not a training facility kid, though. Well, I don't know what. A, yeah, I yeah, guess he's it was, not. It was just very, right. very frustrating to watch, man. And I, and I hope he's frustrated too because he should be. Um, he should not have been watching that race from the stands. He should have been in the main event. And he's. I hate to say this, but he only has himself to blame. Like that one was on him. He's forty percent better rider than Cartwright, and and Henry Miller. 
Like he's he, good. Like I said, he should have been yes, in the main event. Yeah, absolutely. He, he only he has himself to blame for not attacking the racetrack in the beginning of the race. He would have made it in the heat race, no problem. Right. No problem. Who else you have? Uh, the rest of the team wasn't uh, wasn't too bad. Um, I had heart raft, and I was pretty nervous because if you guys remember how brutally bad he was in the whoops at Atlanta, these Salt Lake whoops were difficult as well, and he was not good in them. So I don't know what's going on with heart raft in the whoops, if it's a bike thing, if it's a mental thing, because this guy was pretty good on a 250 and supercross. Like he knows how to hit whoops. You know, this is not mm-hmm. a brand new dynamic for him. Like, I got, I don't know what's up, but that almost made me not pick him. Cause I'm like, man, if you don't blitz these whoops, you're not going to qualify, but he figured it out, got it done. Uh, he did get some help, uh, but he got it done. I also, I also had Justin Starling who is kind of the opposite of what we saw from Wageman. Like he, he just finds ways to get in these main events. And yeah, he just rode pretty well, solidly. No big deal. Got a good start, puts the whoops. And that's, I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to make smart decisions at the right times, know when to push, know when you can back down a little bit. And uh, yeah, he got uh, 34 points. He kind of made a comment on, on social media about how poorly he rode at the beginning of the main event, uh, which was true. He did move backwards. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the key with these guys, whether you're picking A-Ray or Starling, or, you know, if you somehow pick Cartwright or Wageman, all you care about is just getting the main event. I don't care what you do once you get past the main event. So a 19th versus 22nd is just, you know, that's just icing on the cake. I, I didn't really care at that point. Um, but yeah, that he's just one of those guys that is turning into what Clayson's started working towards and what Chisholm has done for years is they are figuring out ways to get in the main event when they're on the fence and they need to do everything right. They're figuring out the way to get that done. So good for him. All and right. then uh, my last pick was my last pick was Jason Anderson. And uh, yeah, not a, not a great race for him. Uh, when he was fourth on the first lap, I thought it was an opportunity for him to win. And yeah, a, a, apparently it was uh, altitude sickness, but if you're going to get altitude sickness and still give me 23 points, I guess it could be a lot worse. Um, JT, we have the exact same team in both classes. Just realize that. Yeah, yes. yeah, I knew that. I, I saw that right before the gate dropped out. Right. Uh, Dan? Yeah, I had the same team in both classes as you and JT. Uh, I will, on Wageman real quick, though, I didn't want to pick Wageman. Um, I'm an idiot. I had him the week before in Atlanta, and he didn't make a 250 main event. He missed the previous three main events in the 250 class and had fast qualifying times at all of those races. And I text you guys, and I'm like, he's going to make, you know, we, he can't make a 250 main, but he's going to make a 450 main. And everyone was like, yep. And I'm like, God, I should really pick Marv. <laughs> and then I was, I was really scared that I was going to miss out on this 16 handicap with this, you know, all the bets I had going on. And then, you know, Marty was out. So that was one more spot. I, I didn't know Benny was going to do as good as he did. And I was just, you know, I should have went with my gut and went with Marv. Uh, I would only be like 40 points out of the <laughs> a thousand dollar bet and said i'm 90 so uh, yeah it's my own fault but I, I never was really a believer in wageman on the weekend um he's he had burned me twice in atlanta so well marv marv's fault. never paid off for me it's unbelievable he got 52 it's, it's yeah and i mean i pa- i passed for marv the previous week so i could be on this side of him and yeah i mean it's my own fault I, right. I, it's my own fault all right so. marv marv has not been a lock this year you know like obviously we got it wrong this time but man he has he's really been up and down throughout this whole season. Yep. Uh, Paul. Yeah, I had a similar team to you guys, but it was different. Um, I had Hartraft and Starling. I did go Wageman as well. And, and yeah, like, man, I don't know how 
we just got unlucky not missing Marvin, right? Like he just, I just never expected him to win. Right. And he burned me a few times. So I just thought Waysman was going to be the better pick. And I was, I was almost thinking I was scared for the same reason Dan said he didn't make it to the main. How is he going to do a 451? But I was like, Oh man, his brother's there too. And he's going to make the main for sure. So I would like, man, that's probably a pretty special weekend or moment for those guys. He's going to put in a lot of effort and try to make the main event. And yeah, he just didn't ride good in the LCQ. So, um, that was uh, a bummer. But what I was bummed at too, was I, I swerved on Anderson because I mentioned the altitude sickness last week and you guys all had him. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to swerve here. And I took tried and true, uh, Colorado native used to the altitude, used to gearing, used to starting in first gear, no championship pressure, just has to get on the podium to get max points. Eli Tomac. And he got 15. <laughs> so I was a bit bummed about that. I just, yeah. I, how do you, can you predict that Marv wins the race and Eli gets 10th? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't, you're right. Um, all right. You don't even got to uh, be super good at uh, Pulp Max Fantasy to win something. We do this every week. We give away some prizes to championship players from the folks at Inner West Hemp, our jerky, speaking of our jerky and, uh, and motorsport.com. Uh, let's get into this uh, motorsport.com gift card. First jug burgers. We'll be in touch. First Jug Burgers, $25 from motorsport.com. Our Jerky Prize Pack, Court Sport underscore. Uh, congratulations. And uh, the Inner West Hemp Prize Pack, FT Moto 748. We'll be in touch. Thank you for playing the championship league. Really appreciate it. Um, let's get into uh, the Salt Lake City 2 finale picks. Shootout again this weekend. Let's. You want to start with there, Paul? Should we start with that, the shootout, guys? Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Yeah. All right, let's do that. That's that's going to change up everything. So the top four in each class are all-stars in the points, correct? Yes. yes. Yep. Yes, but we only have seven healthy all-stars. Okay. So that uh, that limits some picks. But, but um, I don't know, it was, we kind of did – I don't, I don't want to say a different job with the handicaps because that's not true. But um, it is a unique situation, I think, because I think it's obvious that one coast is much better than the other. Yeah. So we wanted to try to make every player usable based on their past finishes, based on their handicap, where their handicap was. Um, and I think the unique thing about this weekend is how many all-stars we have that are basically in the game considered almost equal. So Lawrence, Shimoda, McAdoo, Cooper, um, Hunter Lawrence are all twos. I'm sorry. And Colt Nichols is a two. So what is that? Six of the eight all-stars are twos. Christian Craig is a three. You're not going to pick him. And then Seth Hamaker is a four. I feel like I'm totally staying away from all the championship guys. Nichols. I'm sorry. Hamaker is a three. I'm, t- I'm staying away from Nichols and Cooper, right? Me too. Me too. So you take those two off the board. You take, you take uh, Craig off the board. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking at Jet Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence, McAdoo. We know McAdoo's probably sore, right? Um, so I'm 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 on Hunter Lawrence because I can't pick Jet. If yes. I could pick Jet, I would, but I can't. So I'm on Hunter Lawrence. I think Jet's the best pick, but yes, I can't pick him. I think Jet's the best pick for an All Star. JT, do you agree? Yeah, I do too. Um, as a general rule, I always stay away from championship contenders at the showdown round. Uh, they ride too conservatively. They're counting points in their head. Uh, I just don't. I don't like it. Dan, I like your Mosman pick. Handicap yeah. zero. Yeah, I mean, uh, on the that was the reason why I didn't pick him last week. I knew he wouldn't be top four in points, so obviously didn't know what his handicap would be, but I knew that he would be at least available for double points. Um, so yeah, I like Mosman at a zero uh, for the All Star. Though I, I'm with you guys. I like I like the Lawrence brothers. Um, 
maybe Hamaker. I mean, but I don't, I don't know. You know, he's, he hasn't really ridden there. I don't know. I don't know how good he would be. So I think, I think Jet and Hunter are the two favorites for the weekend, just because the other guys are going for the title, really, for the and, most part. And so. Dan, you and I have a bet twenty dollars that the LCQ for this race, I said, will be all West guys. And that uh, transfer. That transfer. Yeah. That transfer. The top four. Yeah, and, and I'm gambling that maybe Jet tips over in the heat right. and gets. You know, something like that. Do I think the West guys are better? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. of course. Um, So, okay, let's get into this then. Um, Basically, this thing is going to be stacked. It's going to be tough. You're going to have to try to nail that guy who's a high handicap to get in the main event. And I think Dan has done it here. Um, JT, he's got John short and I like that John's on the, on the West. It's a, it's a much less, much less deeper class. And, you know, he didn't ride great at uh, at the Salt Lake City one, but he got in there. I, I like John Short at a 12 because he's just got to get in there. And then as we know, as we've said 8,000 times on this podcast, he will do all the laps and he'll continue to just go forward. So, JT, I like that John Short pick. I, I'm not there. No? Oh, wow. Me, I'm no, not there either. Paul, that's your guy. Paul, that's your guy. Show me, some top, show me yeah. some top nines that he's gotten. Show me, show me where he's at the opening lap of the of, of the race. That's the biggest deal with John Short. If he's in the main event, if you can guarantee me he's in the main event, I'm picking him. He might get 52. He's the in the main is, event. He, he's in the main event. No, this, this not really. necessarily. I don't think so. Yeah. You want a twenty another twenty dollar bet? Yes, I do. He has okay. to be top nine in a six minute race. Yeah, he's like, fine. John Short don't get warmed up until. Yeah, that cl- that class is unbelievably weak. He's fine. But what is, mm, what are his I don't know, man. this year, Steve? He's fine. No, I, I, I'm not. I'm I don't not know. I don't have him in front of me, but I, yeah, they're not. They're not very good. That's that's my point. Is John Short has not had a good season. If this was Millville, no problem. I'm in. But it has not gone very well so far for John Short. He's been injured, and the races he has raced have have not gone well. Okay. Well, who do you like, JT? I'm I'm really going to go safe. Um, I think there are some really good value picks uh, that you don't have to swing for the fences. Uh, I like Pierce Brown, which I to me kind of jumps off the, the screen. If you look at his results at this race last year was really good. He's been getting better. The biggest thing is he just needs to not crash. If he doesn't crash in both races, he'll do really well. I also like Garrett Marchbanks. He's a two. I mean, realistically, the, when you think about who's going to be racing and really trying March Banks can get on the podium. He's from Utah to start with. He certainly has something to prove after a horrific Atlanta uh, scenario. So I like March Banks there. And I, if, if everybody was full out racing and not worried about points or not worried about anything else, I wouldn't like it as much. But if you go back in history, guys that have no pressure, they don't care about the points. All they want to do is do well at the finale and the showdown. They typically have a good race. So I'm, I'm leaning towards March banks for that reason alone. And then Moseman to me is kind of a gimme. Um, my opinion, he should have won the race last weekend. I believe he was the best guy in that race, but he mentally just melted down, couldn't figure out a way to pass. And then it all went sideways from there. So I look for him to bounce back and he's in that same situation as March banks where nothing to lose and everything to gain. And those guys typically do well at the finale. So those are my three I have right now. And then I'm going to go with Hunter uh, as my all-star for that same reason, man. I, I keep going back to the well, but when you're out of the championship and you just want to make some bonus money, those guys typically show up at salt or, you know, at finale Vegas or Salt Lake, wherever it may be. Dan, back, uh, John short. We're, we're there. We're both there. 
33% of the main events he raced this year, he was eighth or better. Thank you. Hold on. How many yeah, did he the race? Main, the main events are long. He raced, he raced six races. He got eighth in two of them. That's good. That's 33%. Anyway, you cut it. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're yeah. manipulating numbers is all I'm saying. Nah, he's good. I, nope. He's good. I just How many think times did he not qualify? It. I mean, it's not a gimme, but I, I, it's a good pick. If you, I have to make up points. John, if anybody in this group of 10-plus handicaps is going to get you a lot of points, John Short is on the easier coast. He has finished in the top nine multiple times this year. He could be the guy that's going to get you points. Of what about your What it. about your four five hundred dollar bets though? <laughs> yeah, I, I got to swing for the fences too. I mean, I don't want those guys Ooh. to pick John Short and pass me. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, let's do this, John. You know, execute execute your plan here, but I'm I'm not nearly as confident as as you two. I, I mean, cannot I, believe Paul Parabinos is turning his well, back okay. on John Short. You see this how you twist it? Man. I, I thought I I thought I am the John Short whisperer. I am whispering that you should not be all you should not be all in on John Short this weekend. Okay. Uh. Yeah, he's been top ten or whatever Dan said in multiple main events, but dude, he just doesn't get going, and I just worry that he'll. Here's my worry: if he's not top nine in the heat race, then the LCQ is going to be very, very tough. If he gets if he gets through the heat, awesome, great. Yeah, yeah, I no, agree. No, you I, might get. I am going for the heat in the main, and you get a bunch. But I, I'm going man, for the heat. If, yep. If the heat goes wrong, I think it he might not get there, man. I don't know. And that's why I just think it's risky. Yeah, of course it's risky, but that's why he's a 12. I mean, uh, he sure. was – I'm sure he was last, you know, crossing the finish line last week. That's, But that's what he does. You know what I mean? He doesn't – he doesn't get good starts. Uh, who else do you like, Dan? <laughs> Moseman is a, is a gimme. Moseman is a gimme, just like what JT and Paul said. Yeah, and the biggest thing for Moseman for me is the guys that I'm I'm competing against. They had Moseman last week. So and unless something happens to Moseman in practice, i got to stick with them. Um, but I think there are great picks. I like JT's Mark Banks pick um, for the reasons that he said. Um, I think that uh, Kyle Peters is a good pick. He's a good starter. The track's tight. Um, I think Kyle Peters is a, is a really good pick. Thomas Doe, Paul talked about it earlier. He's in the easier heat, and his starts are amazing. You know, we go the opposite of John Short. He started second in the heat. He started second in the main event this past weekend. So I think that uh, John Short, uh, you know, if I didn't pick John Short, maybe i go like Thomas Doe or something, you know? Is Fry worth a look at an eight? I mean, that's a tough, you know. I I don't know. He's rode a lot of LCQs on his coast, and now his heat just got twice as hard. Yep, so yep. I don't, that's tough for me. Is there anybody? What I, what I don't okay, like. Go. What I don't like about some of these strategies is, man, you're you're if you don't get in and out of the heat, now you're getting really difficult in the LCQ. I man, I have had so much bad luck with trying to take chances in these showdowns, and if you if you stick to the factory guys that are going to get in there, and your 250 score may end up being 110, but you're not going to be 65, and that that's what I'm. That's really the only point I'm making. 100 percent lead yeah, pipe. I, okay, go ahead, Paul. I, I just I agree with JT. I think it. Um, you got to consider everyone's motivation at this race too. Like these, yeah, that some of these privateers they're like, okay, I want to make the main event, but some of them have never even been to a shootout before, so you can't go that super deep. And those factory guys are paid to. I, I don't. I don't know. Like I just think it's. Oof, it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be hard. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's easily you can swing, but you can get screwed quick. 
100% lead pipe lock of the week. Uh, pulp 21 is the code to save with, uh, I'm sorry, was it Pulp 21? What the hell was it? Why do I keep forgetting? Uh, pulp 21, it's a 25% off casual apparel and accessories. See the entire line at 100%.com. 100% lead pipe lock of the week. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Let's do this. Mine's John Short. Let's do this, Johnny. <laughs> Nothing is over. Uh, JT, who's your lead pipe lock? Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Mosman. Paul? Um, I'll go March Banks. All right. Uh, Dan? John Short. Yeah, let's do this. Dan. Um, so my team right now, John Short, Hunter Lawrence, Moseman, and Pierce Brown. I, 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 the more I think about it, the more I look at it. Uh, Paul, I really like Moseman and Brown. Those are good picks, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I'm, yep. I'm trying to just put my early team in now, and I can't decide between Moseman, Marchbanks, Brown, or Peters. I do like Peters, but um, I think Brown has a lot of ceiling, and it's a good kind of situ- he's crashed a bunch right but i mean it's a no pressure situation when a lot of people are are he's, he's from a here. lot of people have championship yeah, yeah. championship stuff having happening and yeah i think i'll put brown march banks mosman hunter lawrence as my team right now he did well here last year he's from here i think that his uh up and down season turns upwards at this one uh who's your four jt right now uh march banks mosman hunter lawrence and uh, Pierce Brown. All right, Dan. Let's go, JT. We gonna win. Yep, let's do it. You know what they should do? They should combine qualifying and then do the heat races. Yes, mixed. that's so a good idea. Mix the heat races. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. So you, you, so you get the best twenty guys. Right, twenty two guys. Yeah, because we ain't gonna yeah. get the best twenty. Right. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a good guy, a Kyle Peters, a, you know, a March Banks, a, a Swole, someone that doesn't make the main because they're in, you know, they crash in their heat, yep. short heat race, and then have to race at LCQ. So, I don't know, just throwing ideas out there. But uh, my four right now are Hunter Lawrence, Moseman, John Short, Pierce Brown. And, uh, Dan, first to the finish line, do you like anybody? I don't. Not for this. Yeah. No, I don't like anybody. Am I going to pick somebody? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so, so do you you guys believe that the highest handicap to make this main will be John Short of the twelve? Yes. All right, I'm gonna. Um, I'm, and I, no. I don't like to bet against John Short, but I think Josh Perez at an eight might be the highest handicap in the main event. So I I think that Stapleton could make the main event out of that heat race. You know he could, Dan. He is a he very good starter, and he puts up a good fight. And I mean his speed was. I mean, as good as John Schwartz or not, obviously I can't pick Stapleton. He was, that would be a big gamble. But, I mean, if you look at, say, Stapleton or Thury, I mean, Stapleton has a way better chance than Thury or Alves or any of those guys around him. You know what I mean? Uh, Dan, who are you yeah. going to go first to the finish line? Oh, man. I might go – I had Jet Lawrence last week. Yeah, Hunter was good. I, I would I would either probably go Jet or Hunter again. They Jet was good in his heat race, but – he didn't get a good one in the main, so I don't know. Shimoto probably whole shot. Oh boy. Um, Thrasher, Thrasher's <laughs> not racing. It sounds like for anybody that's I've seen some tweets, people asking. Yep. Um, sounds like he's not going to race. So uh, four fifty, Salt Lake City two. JT, we lost Marty. He we lost Marty to retirement. He's gone. He's gone. He gone. Third and a three handicap. Um. Who do you like, JT? All star wise. Let's start there. Webb's two, but he's going for the title. Kenny, boy, oh boy. Uh, Tomac, yeah. I thought would have been a lock, but what do you Tomac's think? Tomac's the easy one. 
Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Tomac. Okay. Um, you know, he, he had a bad race. He crashed twice, which is really out of character. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he bounces back. And, and if you're going to give me just in a vacuum, if you're going to give me Eli Tomac a four handicap at any round, um, I'm going to take that. So okay. I have to do it here. And uh, Paul and Jay and Paul and Dan, you guys like Mookie? I do. I, do. I can't. I can't take Eli. Okay. Yeah, you can't take him. And Dan, you can. And you like uh, you like Mookie? Yeah, he just came off a great ride. He was his best ride of the year last year was the last round. So um, I think he still wants to go try and get another podium. So yeah, Mookie's my guy right now. A raise of fourteen. I can't believe that Cartwright and Miller just kind of outrode him in that LCQ. Uh, F- Freddie too. Freddie rode pretty steady, but uh, they they did, and uh, he's a fourteen. Uh, Dan, you like him this week? Yeah, I have to take him. I, I need to make up points. I'm gonna possibly threaten A Ray with some some serious threats. So look for A Ray to get fifty two points. All right, JT, what do you think of that? I have him on my team. I'm I'm not uh, overly confident at all. Um, but I think given the way the classes, the injuries, we know a is good enough. Uh, I think the risk is worth it, but it's, I don't have like some great feeling about it or anything. I mean, I, I'm really just rolling the dice more than anything. All right. Who else do you like JT? Uh, my team is pretty safe. Otherwise, uh, it, it could change, right? You, we saw how last weekend was and, and the door is definitely open for privateers right now. When, when, you know, the guys like Cartwrights and Freddy's and these guys get in, you know that it's the end of the season and injury, the injury bug has, has bitten the field. So it, it's time to make good on it. And that was why I went with Wageman last week. Um, but having said that, looking at my picks, I kind of absorbed the good picks. You know, I, I'm not going to pick Freddie. That's just not going to happen for me. So having Starling last weekend and having Cartwright, like those are my go-tos and I can't pick them. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, I'm pretty safe. Uh, I have Chase Sexton at a three. So basically I need him to get top seven or better, which I feel really good about. Um, I, I think he could very likely be on the podium. Uh, if you told me that he won this weekend, I, I would not even shrug my shoulders. Like you watch Marvin win and you, you've seen how Sexton can ride. Uh, he gets in the top 10 last week after a horrific crash. So I think he'll do pretty well. And then Marvin coming off a win, I have it a minus two. So now I need top eight or better. And if he just rides anywhere near what he did last week, top eight's kind of a given. So it may not be the highest scoring 450 team, but I feel pretty good about, you know, getting over a hundred points. And given my possibilities for picks, that's, that's all I can really ask for. For me, Marv's win came out of nowhere. He's been so up and down. So now you're telling me eight or better. I don't think that this win was something that just flips a switch. So I'm scared of that. Sexton, is he banged up? Is it beat up? You know, I disagree with what, yeah, I disagree with that. Steve. I think it does split the switch. Okay. I think, I think yeah, yeah. he's on the, I think he could be on the podium again. Well, then they make the same. Yeah. Yep. You're racing in the same venue on the same dirt. You just won on. And there's all this, you know, the last rounds are always weird, but he has motive. He can go make a hundred grand still. So, um, I don't know. I mean, last, the last, last year it was, it was Wilson Osborne Anderson on the podium, which was a kind of a weird podium for the year. And I would kind of expect it to be that weird again. So I think Sexton and Muscan could be on the podium. Dan, do you like Sexton and Muscan? Yeah, I do. They were both on my team and, and I took them off because everyone's going to like them and I got to be different. Okay. So I went, I went with Savachi who's, um, gotten better. He was I think third or fourth overall in practice this week. He was got a really good start. He lost the front, but he still came from, 
you know, almost last to 11th. So I'm hoping that maybe Joey can get a seventh or an eighth, or maybe this is one of those weird races where Cooper just rides around and, you know, to get the title. And, you know, that's a spot that he gains and maybe gets a fifth or sixth. So I'm going to be different. I'm going to go Joey, Malcolm. Um, like I said, I have a Ray just because I, I have to pick a Ray, I think at this point. And then, you know, the, the last spot I have Benny Bloss right now, Benny rode really good last week, which Benny shows up. I don't know. Uh, that could probably change. Maybe I put Marv or Sexton in over Benny, but at an 11, he has a lot of upside. He could get, you know, remember Benny last year, wasn't he fourth and with a few laps to go or something. And, you know, I know he's banged Each, up, but I don't, he, I'm so confused uh, about Benny. Yeah. I'm so confused. about yeah. Benny. Me I mean, too. he just got I mean, 42 points or something know, last weekend. So. Yeah, he just got 16th. His handicap moved two spots, but at an 11, he could easily be 22 also. But, yeah, you could be right, but who the hell knows, right? Why has nobody brought up Mitchell Oldenburg? Because he's hurt. Because he has a broken hand. Oh, okay. My bad. That's right. He was. Okay. Carry on. Um, <laughs> Kay Clayson, very excited, by the way, to have a single-digit handicap. I was gonna. I was wondering if that was the first time that's ever he, been the case for him. He was on JT asking him. I think it was JT. Uh, he was on. Very excited to ask, and I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea what your handicap is, but uh, yep. it, it, it was uh, it was a nine. So he's he's excited. Anstey is a five, and he just keeps performing. So that that's a that's a safe pick right there, for the most part. For the most part. Yeah, I- out of five, I think that's that's the lowest his handicap's been all year. I right. think there's not much value left at Francie. Right. Uh, JT, what's your but, team? Oh. I give it to you. Uh, Tomac, Muskan, Sexton, and A-Ray. All right. Who's your lock? 100% lead pipe lock, pulp 21 at checkout. Um, I'll go Marv. I think I think he, uh, he does well, and I'll give you a little backstory as to why. The track map this week, the whoops are going to be really easy. Uh, there are two sets, but they're both really short and they, so he will be able to either blitz them or jump in, jump out both sets, uh, which I think sets up nicely for him. Uh, so confidence plus easy whoops equals more of success. Okay. Fair enough. Um, my team right now, Tomac, a Ray, Benny and Marvin, I guess you guys sold me on that. Paul really was convincing. Um, <laughs> Uh, so my hundred percent lead pipe block pulp 21, uh, I will go a Ray. I, I just will. Um, yeah, just, uh, that could really bite me in the ass, but so my all stop, my, uh, lead pipe blocks are a Ray and John short and I'll, I'll, and I'll throw some holy Good water. Luck. Yeah. I'll throw some holy water on it. Also, uh, Dan, what's your hundred percent lead pipe block? I'm the same as you, a Ray and John short. Oh. They need, they need to be on your team this week. <laughs> That's a big statement. They need to be on your team. That's a little much. <laughs> JT, do you agree with that? Out. JT, do you agree they need to be on your team? Dan has uh, Dan has gone all in this weekend. Like everything he said for the past hour, I've just shaken my head at because he is in a completely different headspace. Like he's going to have no. He's not going to share one rider with anybody in the whole week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just scrolled down on first of the finish line and clicked on someone, and it's Kyle Peters, and I don't hate it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God, dude. So, I rest my case. Yeah, yeah, you're good, JT. You got it right. Uh, uh, I mean, I did it again, and it was Devin Simonson. So, like, I feel like the Peters one was pretty good. Are Paul, you just playing roulette with FFL over there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dan, you, you know that it's not just the $1,000 bet, right? You're winning four other ones. Yeah, yeah, but... I'm a winner, JT. I want to win them all. <laughs> I'm a winner. Uh, Paul, who's your 100% lead pipe block? 
Um, well, I can't have the same. I, I, I want to be different. So this, I'm going to do this just because this is typically how fantasy goes, right? And I'm going to go Robbie Wageman. Oh, boy. No, Wageman is on the 250 class. Nope. 50. Nope. 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 Robbie Wageman, number 69, the guy we all picked last week in 450 class. He's in the 450 class again. And this week, watch, he makes the main event, gets a whole bunch of points, and just sticks it to us. That's absolutely what could happen. Yes, that is a 100% that, That's why happen. I'm doing that. Yeah. It's just, yeah. why is he riding the I feel like it's as sure as a make... sunset. Ugh. Why is he riding 450? Because he can't make 250 mains? Probably, right? Because he's a two. Oh, oh, you mean why is he not riding the shootout? Mm hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know what? Why, yeah. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm wrong. He is in the 250 class of the shootout. My bad. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's go. Giddy up, Alex Ray. All right. Let's do it. Um, Dan, well, don't put too much pressure on him. Good. Alex Ray is not allowed to come to the after party unless he gets me 52 points. 48, he pays to get in. 52, he's free. Fantastic. That might be the motivation he, he needs. And he wants to come. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, congratulations to everybody who's won a prize this year. Thank you for playing. Uh, good luck to the L Show. Let's see if you get that YZ four fifty uh, for winning the championship league for this Supercross season. So, uh, and again, thank you to Fly Racing and Pro Taper, Inner West Hemp Motorsport dot com, uh, all on board with us, along with the folks one hundred percent. All right, anything else, boys? Nope. Uh, one more to go. Good. All right. Good Thanks, guys. Everyone. We'll do this next week. We'll recap and we'll get the winner on. Thanks, guys. See you. Thanks.